Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois Extension Service. And I wanted to talk about watering again this week. Uh, we continue to have uh, very sparse rainfall in the area. And while I often have addressed the idea of taking care of newly planted or recently transplanted trees, shrubs, evergreens, uh, perennials in the landscape beds, uh, I wanted to talk this week a bit more about um, a broader approach in terms of really taking care of the uh, water management in the whole home landscape. And for most of us, we think mature trees, whether, whether, whether or not they're deciduous or whether they're evergreen, um, a broad-leaved evergreen, once they're established, can kind of take care of themselves. And for the most part, that's true. Uh, but when we have extended droughty periods like we're having right now, and if you think back a little bit, uh, maybe not as long, but in 2012 we had a substantial drought, and we still have uh, trees, shrubs, and evergreens in the home landscape and public areas uh, still, still failing. They've been stressed since 2012. They've never gotten a chance to fully recover, and without a little extra help from us, um, the concern would be that you're going to find plants in your yard that you never dreamed would be failing or show up dead some spring or during the summer months, um, th that that's going to happen. So what we really need to do, even if you don't have newly transplanted uh, trees, shrubs, evergreens uh, since spring or things put in the ground this summer, um, it's really time to go out and, and manage and water the kinds of plants you do have in your yard. Um, we have seen uh, fruit trees, for example, while the fruits are on there, uh, we're seeing uh, a more, perhaps a more rapid development of the fruit. It may not be as uh, um, sugary and, and as tasty as it might be um, in our own backyards, in our own home orchards. Um, and that's really from a lack of water as the apples have filled out in size. We may notice this in the vegetable garden as well with some of our fruiting crops. Uh, cucumbers, squashes, gourds um, may not be doing what you would expect them to do. And that's because there isn't enough water um, that would naturally allow them to... Um, Go ahead and have a uh, go and have a flower pollinated and produce a fruit because there's not enough moisture to make that happen. Um, back into the landscape, though, uh, it's pretty easy to water established trees, shrubs, and evergreens. It doesn't take uh, uh, special equipment. Really, what we're talking about is within the canopy area, say, of a shade tree. Taking your garden hose out and running it at a very strong rate of flow not so strong that it uh, runs down the side of the yard and out into the street certainly but you want to put on as much water as possible uh, while you're out there watering so for a larger tree you can kind of divide that canopy area up into quarters and you lay the hose down out there several feet from the tree trunk itself but well within the drip line uh, either just inside it or just outside of it and literally just let the water flow at a rate that soaks in uh, but doesn't flow away. What this will do then as you move that garden hose around periodically you will have thoroughly moistened the entire root zone area 
and the roots on any plant that take up a lot of the water are not deep in the soil. They're probably within uh, 12 to 18 inches of the surface of the soil. This is why when it rains and the canopy functions as a filter, a concentrator of water, uh, right down into that drip line, that all those roots there are able to gather as much water as possible uh, and and turn it into something that uh, is pumped up into the tree so the tree gets the um, value of, of, of that water during that rain event. That's whether Mother Nature has provided the water or whether we have, you have water getting up into the tree. So when I mentioned uh, at a strong rate of flow, you might leave your garden hose out there in each quarter of that imaginary pie uh, for an hour or more to really allow uh, the soil. It's not only is it dry right now, and so you have to moisten that to begin with, you need to put enough water on there so that there's adequate, I'll call it free water for the tree to grab a hold of. Um, and if the soil stays moist for a few days after you've watered, so much the better. Uh, this allows the tree to really cope with the dryness we've really had. A big evergreen planting, spruce, pine, uh, the same thing really applies. Those roots go out past the needle evergreen uh, canopy, if you will, out into your lawn, into the other beds. The same kind of a watering practice should be done. Put as much water out there as you can at a flow that's really high um, and, and watch it and make sure it, again, doesn't go anywhere else, but you want to concentrate that moisture in the root zone um, of, your, of, of your evergreens. Uh, shrub beds are a little bit different as usually there's multiple plants in a given area so you're not necessarily trying to water individual plants like you might uh, a shade tree or uh, say uh, your uh, Colorado blue spruce sitting in the front yard prominently. So where you lay the hose in that case is a little different. You just generally get it out there and make sure that the entire bed when you're done is um, well watered and, and that allows that water to, to uh, be absorbed throughout the entire planting and that's what you're looking for. Um, if you think about it, if you would say lose the lawn, that's an 18-month to 24-month recovery practice. Uh, putting a new lawn in is certainly going to be an expense and, and, uh, and some inputs there from, from your wallet. But losing a large established tree is far more troubling because the impacts on uh, heating and cooling on your home the sunshade pattern changes in your yard and then and then your perennial bed that was in the shade is now in the sun and all you have out there then are shade tolerant perennials which then kind of uh, perform very poorly in the full sun and vice versa uh, so you you have that um, concern certainly as you as you uh, think about the potential of what would what would my yard look like if I lost that big spruce or I lost that big shade tree. And when I'm talking big shade trees, I'm still suggesting that if you have a great big oak or maple with a, you know, you can barely put your arms around the trunk, that's still a tree you need to water. There is no plant material out there that is safe right now. And the thought of losing a big oak and the cost of taking it down routing the stump, getting rid of the firewood. Um, that is a substantial 
uh, investment. So uh, for for what it's going to cost you for watering the plants, it's very inexpensive insurance, if you will. So get out there, water everything in your yard right now. Uh, pay attention to the new stuff, of course, but do not forget the older plants in your home landscape. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure, and I'll be back again next week.